Chapter Ten of In Search of Treasure by Horatio Alger, Jr. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Ten at Milton School. Milton School was situated in a delightful part of the country. It was broad on the ground and built of stone, the sides being overgrown with the clinging ivy so abundant in England it ought to have been a paradise casual visitors always admired it and declared that the boys who attended it were especially favored but they did not know the character of dr peter musgrave who had for fifteen years exercised tyrannical sway over the pupils committed to his charge he was in the habit of forming sudden prejudices against his pupils and when he was down on a boy as the saying is no amount of good behavior softened him vivian bell had been unfortunate enough to incur this man's enmity and his life had been a hard one ever since he had entered the school two days before the date of the telegram mentioned at the close of the last chapter simon musgrave the doctor's son ordered vivian to go on an errand to milton village i have a bad headache simon said vivian i don't feel as if i could sit up i don't believe a word of it returned the young tyrant you're lazy that's all but indeed my head aches badly simon don't call me simon isn't that your name asked vivian wonderingly my name to you is mr musgrave just remember that will you yes simon i mean mr musgrave take that said simon aiming a blow at vivian that nearly felled him to the ground perhaps you'll remember next time you have no right to strike me said vivian plucking up courage he did not dare to retaliate for he was weak compared with the young tyrant haven't i then i'll do it again which threat he promptly translated into action now you know me don't you ever tell me again that i haven't a right to wallop you start for the village at once or you'll get another but there was an unexpected champion in the person of one of the older boys who had come up while simon was gratifying his brutal instincts i say musgrave what are you doing to bell none of your business isn't it though you have made him cry oh he's a crybaby anyway said simon scornfully what has he been doing to you vivian asked the older boy kindly he hit me twice what did you do that for i told you before it was none of your business returned simon musgrave solemnly if you're not careful i'll serve you the same way you will eh i should like to see you do it replied jim rawdon not in the least terrified by musgrave's threats even if he were the son of the headmaster simon musgrave scowled at the intrepid boy but he knew very well that it would not do to treat him as he had vivian bell simon was a born bully and bullies are generally cowards 
he took advantage of vivian bell's gentleness but he held in unwilling respect james rawdon's strength and pluck i'll report your insolence to my father he said biting his nether lip do retorted rawdon go and complain to your pa like an overgrown baby simon was in such a passion that he ached to strike rawdon but prudence got the better of temper and he refrained turning to vivian he said you heard what i told you to do go and do it what did you tell him to do asked rawdon i told him to go to the village on an errand for me why don't you go yourself because i don't choose to i would go if i hadn't a headache interposed vivian putting his hand to his head and sighing it's very bad it's all put on said simon brutally your head doesn't ache any more than mine does indeed indeed it does james rawdon listened to simon with a disgust for his brutality which he did not attempt to conceal don't you go bell he said i'll stand by you look here rawdon don't put in your oar you'll get into trouble who's going to get me into trouble i am come on then and jim rawdon put himself in an attitude of defense oh i shan't touch you i'd scorn to fight you but i'll report you and bell to my father i've been reported to your father before now said rawdon significantly it was quite true that jim rawdon had little to fear from dr musgrave he was a resolute and determined boy who would not permit anyone to impose upon him his father was a wealthy merchant in london and it so happened that dr musgrave was under a pecuniary obligation to the senior rawdon to the extent of five hundred pounds these two considerations made jim a privileged character simon however knew nothing of the pecuniary relations between his father and mr rawdon and was now thoroughly incensed especially when rawdon taking vivian bell under his protection walked off with him i'll go and complain to my father exclaimed simon wrathfully go along come with me vivian vivian influenced by the older and stronger boy obeyed him now vivian said rawdon tell me why you let that brute impose upon you because i can't help it rawdon that's something i wouldn't say you don't need to you are strong oh so strong returned vivian admiringly i'm not as strong as dr musgrave but he never touches me he has flogged me often the old brute and yet you are always gentle and inoffensive i try to be good and obey the rules but the doctor is always finding faults with me that's his way i can't seem to please him then why don't you give it up i don't understand you rawdon then i'll tell you vivian if i were treated as you are i'd leave the school but how can i who put you here my guardian then why don't you ask him to take you away i'll tell you something rawdon if you won't tell of course i won't tell what do you take me for 
i wrote to my guardian four months ago telling him how i was treated here four months ago and haven't you had any answer no you see he lives in bombay jim rawdon whistled bombay that's a terrible distance off yes it takes a long time for a letter to reach there that's the reason i haven't yet heard from him did you ask him to take you away yes and i do hope he will very likely he won't if he lives so far off very likely he won't take any trouble in the matter oh i hope he will if i were you i would take the matter into my own hands i'd run away vivian bell almost gasped at the daring suggestion but what could i do if i did run away i haven't any money that is i have only half a crown i've got two half sovereigns and you may have one of them you're awfully kind rawdon would you really advise me to run away yes i would where shall i go first there's a farmer four miles away on the bolton road his name is giles glover go there and ask him to keep you for a couple of days you can pay him you know tell him i sent you he's a friend of mine but after the two days i'll call over and have a talk with you i can ride with the carrier so it won't be any trouble then i'll arrange something for you perhaps i may send you to london with a letter to my father but if the doctor catches me asked vivian with a shiver the doctor won't catch you i'll put him off the scent i don't know rawdon it seems a very bold thing to do the conversation was interrupted here for simon musgrave came up with a triumphant smile on his face rawdon and bell are wanted he said you are to report at once to my father at his office End of chapter 10